say it's a star wars joke and uh it's too late don't do that i'm sorry don't be that guy why not uh do we not like star wars i thought we don't like that joke it wasn't gonna be may the 4th oh it was gonna be may the 5th oh damn it i missed may the 4th i must be a stormtrooper (laughs) i hate this or may the 6th and then you can make a make a joke about being a sith lord because it's may the 6th i want to fucking die right now. there's (laughs) so many jokes you can use man so many jokes oh my god all right. I've been on Reddit too much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Here's our show. See, it got you to laugh, though. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, <clears throat> Task complete. <laughs> uh, so what's up? What's uh, what, what, what do you got going on this week? Um, Like personally or? Sure. Not much. <laughs> I got five days off trying to decide where I want to go. Where are you going to go? Don't know. You don't know? Probably going to stay home. Uh, that's not cool. Not, well, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. kind of want to go to Seattle and then make my way down the coast. So did you book your stuff yet? No. Why not? I haven't looked at it yet. What? Yeah, I'm I, I'm last minute. Uh, okay. I, I know. Well, I don't know what I want to do yet. I haven't decided. If you cool to fly like to Oklahoma like we kind of talked about or even Colorado and drive home from there. Yeah, that would be cool. I don't know. I'm really big on the whole fly somewhere than drive back thing. Yeah. Because then it's like you're not wasting. Like, so with traveling, like when people go on vacations and whatnot, they always plan, oh, plan two days for travel or three days so you can yeah. leave one day. Then when you come back, you can leave like you leave an extra day after you get back so where you can like do all your laundry and shit. And that's just stupid. I don't. <laughs> I hate that crap. I don't actually see how that addresses the problem, though. Of what? Of... Like that, like fly. Damn it. Hang on, hang on. What is going on? Dude, I hate this. Ugh. Ugh. Auto playing videos. Auto playing stupid cancer. Videos. I'm sorry. Um. What problem are we solving? I, I, flying instead of driving doesn't really address the problem of uh, devoting a certain amount of time for driving. No, okay. So, so this is how I look at it. <clears throat> I get the thing like you can drive and make a loop. I totally right, get that. Right, right. My thing is I don't want to drive from Sonora to anywhere. Like I I've done the this the drive from here so many times. Right. I'd rather just do it once. Okay. You know, and yeah. if that one time is on the way back, I'm not stressed and I can just like jet right back home. I don't like I don't know, I've just done the drive to Bakersfield too many times to count. I've done the drive to Sacramento too many times to count. Like, I'm done doing that stupid drive. Yeah, yeah. Um, hell, like, I'd move to either of those cities just so I didn't have to drive to them anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. But not like, so you fly somewhere, and then you just slowly work your way back. So you're not like, okay, I got, if you were going to, like, say you're going to drive to Portland, and you have five days. Mm-hmm. You know, you're like, okay, I got, you know, two and a half days to get to this point. And then after that, two and a half days to get home. Yeah. You know, you're like, I'm going to fly there. I have five days to get home now. That's true. And that's more of what I'm looking at. So, like, it's not rushed. It's not, 
you get to a point where like okay you know it takes you this long to drive home from this point so like i don't know if you have a, a specific destination in mind yeah i mean it does give you more time to like and the, the travel time's yeah. going to be the same if you're spending my other I don't know. my other thing is like for me when i drive somewhere yeah by the time i get there yeah. I'm already burnt out. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I don't want to sit there and do the like all the stuff I would typically do if I were to fly somewhere, mm-hmm. and then just like start there. So this is stop number one. We're gonna really enjoy it 100 starting now. Yeah. Rather than driving all the way somewhere and then like okay now let's work our way back. Mm-hmm. That's just me. I mean that's something that I've only done that a handful of times and I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean it makes sense if if yeah if you have like if you have that destination in mind that makes sense to do it that way. Well, that and then the thing, like, if you fly somewhere, a one-way trip isn't really that expensive for flights. I mean, it right. can be, but most of the time it's it's yeah exponentially cheaper than, like, getting a round trip kind of deal. Mm-hmm. And then uh, rental cars, I mean, rental cars are expensive kind of no matter what, but you could really... Is it, like, I drive shitty cars, so is getting a rental car mm-hmm. cheaper than having my car break down on me up there? Yeah. And that's kind of that's kind of where like yeah the rental car might cost double, like what I would have to pay for gas or even triple or quadruple what I'd have to pay in gas. Mm-hmm. But the risk of a car breaking down or getting an accident or anything like it's I don't have to worry about that crap. Yeah, if it happens, it's not my vehicle. I can still go home, and I have a perfectly fine car. And that's where I come from with that whole standpoint of flying somewhere than driving back. Yeah, I should write a fucking book about it. I didn't yeah. realize I could talk that long about that topic. <laughs> nice. Anyways, I don't know where I'm going to go yet. No, you should decide. I'm thinking Phoenix, maybe, and then drive back through the Mojave. I don't want to go there. I don't don't mind Phoenix. Well, just because it's a super cheap place. Like You can fly in there for like 70 bucks. (laughs) That's how I plan on my vacations, by how long it takes to get in. (laughs) Or not how long, but how much it costs. But no, I mean, seriously, like if there's a lot of shit I want to see down there, like... (laughs) Like, I, there was a couple of research things I want to do down at the Salton Sea. Uh-huh. There's some research that I was going to do at, uh, what's the other place? God damn it. Death Valley. Uh-huh. I forgot the name of that. Yeah, yeah. And then there's like a whole bunch of Mojave shit, like Rice, California. There's stuff I want to check out there. None of those are Phoenix. Fly, the Phoenix is like the closest, cheapest airport. So you go there, then you just drive home from there. That's what I'm saying. Mm, that seems like a really roundabout way to Not get to really. Death Valley. No, no. To get to Death Valley. <laughs> but no, like Rice, California, you got, you, there's a ton of shit there. Like you go into Phoenix, you drop down to hit like I 10, and you yeah. take I 10 across, like you pretty much skirt <clears throat> the border. Yeah. There's a lot of shit down there that it's not, it's too far away just to drive and like do a, a weekend trip to drive there. But if you were to fly to like Phoenix on a Friday night, you could do a weekend road trip back home. Does that make sense? No. I don't, there's, I mean, you could drive anywhere in California overnight if you really had to. If you had to, yeah. But think about all the time you're wasting just driving to one yeah, spot. No, man. When I, you could fly to one spot and then just drive your I ass back just home. The, I don't know. The complication of the flight, the rental car. I don't think it's that Coordinating the one way. Is uh, it more complicated than sitting in a car for... How how long you does still have to drive there? at least a little bit across Arizona? There's no well, there's shit in Arizona I want to check out too. Like it's not just like I'm gonna fly there between just to drive Phoenix back. and Death Valley. Yeah, hmm. yeah, yeah. There's a bunch of shit down there. How do you get to Google? Um, 
I don't know. Google Maps. Give us going to my email. Mm. What what's there? What's there? Let's let me let me. It made more sense to fly to Vegas. Make, make a lot more sense. Well, so I really want to skirt I ten or I eight, not I ten. So uh, here we go. You want a what now? The Sonoran Desert National Monument. I like that. The Oregon Pipe Cactus National Monument, which is like closer to the border. Mm-hmm. Um, I th- those are areas that have been on my list for a while. Okay. Kofa National Wildlife Refuge. <laughs> I know. I'm I like how right next to Oregon Pipe Cactus National Monument, <laughs> there's a town that's just called Y. <laughs> I know. I was going to say that. <laughs> I was going to make a comment about that, but I, I didn't want to sound stupid as hell. Fucking Y. <laughs> why? <laughs> why though? Um, no. So there's that stuff I want to check out too. Uh-huh. There's also it doesn't really show up on the map, but like in El Centro, there's a uh, like an alien city kind of deal that some guy made. I want to check that out. Not Roswell. No, not Roswell. It's a uh, it's like a guy's like alien junkyard. Uh, he like has it set where like yeah, I pull these UFOs off the road all the time. What? Yeah, yeah. It's just one of those things I want to check out. Okay. So, I mean, the drive, like, so I'd fly there and just, like, work my way back. I want to hit the Salton Sea again. Like I said, yeah. I want to do, like, some research stuff there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And then Joshua Tree ends up where go. Like, there's a bunch of shit down there. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Of course, you can I mean, fly into San Diego. There's a lot of stuff, but there. there's also, like, a lot of dead space. But See, I like the dead space, though. So just after flying, or uh, driving through... Nevada last year, dude. Like okay, that, okay. So that was so terrible. Did you take Highway Fifty? I took Highway. Um, you'd know if you 80, took fifty. I took eighty. Yeah. So we took Highway Fifty when I was a kid. Uh huh. And it's the loneliest highway. Yeah. There's like literally sections where it's so straight you can't it's see the, the end sa- of it. Like it's the same path. It's just uh slightly yeah. more north. Yeah. But yeah, it, it sucked. I liked it. I I I liked that sense of like vastness. Yeah, that's pretty strange, man. Especially yeah. well, especially like growing up in the mountains, like your whole life, like where it's not. I don't know. It's not like I'd ever want to live somewhere like that, but yeah. I like being in places like that. Right, right. Uh, I know. Uh, being there is cool. Having to like f- feeling like you have to just keep driving. Um, to get to where you're going for like 12 hours, that's just a nightmare. But, but you saw like, you know, how there's like tons of abandoned buildings and whatnot out there, and that's kind of more of what I'm kind of seeking out too. Yeah. Especially along like those those stretches of the highway where there's nothing else out there. Mm. So like an abandoned building that some kids decided to graffiti up. Right, right. I, I dig that stuff. Yeah. It's like, that's my thing. Mm. That's my thing, man. That's my thing. So from here... To Phoenix, how far of a drive do you think it is? Uh, it's, uh, it's 18 hours. It's going to tell us. 11 hours and 8 minutes. Oh, that's not so bad. Not really bad at all. <clears throat> so you can pretty much do that drive. I don't know. Yeah. It'd be better to fly to Tucson, I think, and... Las Vegas would make a lot more sense. Unless you, well, unless you really want to get. I want to hit that lower stuff. But like that lower stuff is completely out of the way anyways. Oh, well, unless you fly into Tucson and then Uh, drive up. uh, That's true. That's what I'd probably have to do. That's a 13-hour drive. I don't know. 
I don't know where I'm going to go. I'm still debating if I'm even going to go anywhere. Mm. I'm probably not going to go anywhere. I'm just going to bitch the whole weekend. Yeah. Like, I could be in Phoenix right now. If you waste that, man, I'm going to I'm gonna be frustrated with you. I'm probably going to waste it. So you, <laughs> but you might as well prepare yourself. <laughs> I It'll happen again. It, it I got lucky that it happened this time. Mm-hmm. I worked an extra day at work because I was asked to. And because I was asked to work an extra day, I get to dictate when I take that extra day off. Oh, that's Just cool. kind of a little bend in the rules that they thought they were doing a good job with. And it's like, yeah, we're going to stick it to the employees. And then they, they screwed themselves. I was like, yeah, oh, well, yeah. if that's the case, I'll take Sunday off. And I said, yeah. what? Yeah, yeah. And then I said, yeah, I'll have a five-day week. And they flipped out. <laughs> <laughs> so nice. those were the rules you guys just made. So nice. it's all good. Yeah. You want to you go to Tucson with me? Uh no, 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 no. Nope. Not seeing a lot of uh Okay, what about Seattle? Arizona in my future. That sounds cooler. I don't have the time off though. How much time would you have off? Uh none. Yeah, the drive from Seattle down is fifteen hours, so it'd be way better to fly up there. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. We should go to Puerto Panasco in Mexico. Where's that? In Mexico. <laughs> well <laughs> uh south of your uh Organ pipe, please. <laughs> Organ pipe. Yeah. I'm sorry. I come. Up, I. I just <laughs> want to see why they name places places. You know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That does look like a cool spot, though. Yeah. What's it look like on the satellite? Where the desert meets the ocean. Well, yeah. I guess it's a gulf. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, I don't know what I'm doing yet. This is the riveting content, people. Uh, Check in for. Well, how do you guys travel, huh? For our lame-ass travel plans. Do you guys guys Yeah, we're going to fly to the desert so that we can drive through the desert. (laughs) God damn it. Yeah, I just need to get a life, apparently. (laughs) No, no, it's cool. God, I suck. No, no. I could fly to New York and just spend like four days in New York. Um, but I don't want to do that shit by myself. Like, I feel like I'd have infinitely more fun if I was with someone else. Yeah. Oh, shit like that. Or if I'm going to do a trip as a loner, I'd rather do like the desert where it's just like, it's already going to be shitty. Mm. So I was, if you like, have that choice, you should have coordinated, you know, when your girlfriend had, I, so there. we, we have opposing schedules. Like, and we're going to have to, I didn't I have this you choice. You could dictate the thing. Yeah, it's just one day that I'm going to yeah, have off. Right, That's right. one day I can dictate. So You don't my, get weekends off? No. Th- so this is what's happening. I was working Monday through Thursday, four tens. Mm-hmm. Last week, I worked Monday through Friday. Mm-hmm. So I got the extra 10-hour day on Friday. Yeah. My schedule for this coming week mm-hmm. is going to be Sunday is I work. Mm-hmm. Then I have Monday, Tuesday off. Then I work Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So my weekend is going to be Mondays, Tuesdays. So this week I have, I'd have Friday, Saturday, Sunday off. Okay. And then, but because we're starting the next week on Sunday, I'd actually have Friday, Saturday off. I'd have to work Sunday, then I have Monday, Tuesday off. So I said, hey, just give me Sunday off, and I'll have those five days. Ah, uh, okay. So that's how it only worked out once this one time, gotcha. like that. I, I don't know what Ashley's schedule is going to be. I know I think she's. I think we have one day off together mm. each week, but it's all good. Yeah. We carpool to work together and whatnot, so it's not like it's a... We work in the same building. That's pretty cool. It's okay. Yeah. She calls me constantly asking about, like, oh, can you tell me this? Can you tell me that? Uh Nice. I think it's kind of frustrating. Oh, well. It is what it is. 
What are, What about you? What's going on with your life? Uh, Enough about my shitty travel plans. Let's <laughs> talk about your excellent travel plans. Um, or not travel plans. Yeah. Uh, I just was sick for a long time. I got gout in my foot. I couldn't walk. I felt like my toe was broken. <laughs> yeah. Did you drain it? How do you get rid of it? It just goes away. It's just like this uric acid buildup in your joints. Is it like, how does it present itself? Um, It feels like you broke whatever part of your body is affected. Does it like lump up? Um, and then it gets swollen, yeah. Yep. So, so I got this weird thing on my wrist Yeah. that pops up all the time. I could like pop it and push it down. Yeah. No, it, it, feels, it would feel like you broke your wrist. It, you it, it. It, it feels like it's sprained when it's swollen, but. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Huh. Yeah, it was not fun. Uh, and it's still kind of there, but it's getting a little better. Um, But yeah, that's all. That's pretty riveting, too. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> uh, so let's see. What's up? What's up in California? California. 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 There's new... Uh, California is <clears throat> putting new sex ed guidance Ooh. into place for teachers. Um, uh, California State Board of Education is scheduled to consider Wednesday offers. It, what? <laughs> Hold up. <sighs> the propo- Are they going to start uh, dissecting hang on, hang on. genitalia? No, no, God. No. <laughs> the proposal the California State Board of Education is scheduled to consider Wednesday. There we go. Comma. Offers <laughs> advice on teaching health topics, including nutrition, injury prevention, and alcohol and tobacco use. But it says um, guidelines for teaching sex ed in public, uh, framework for talking to kindergartners about gender identity, discussing masturbation with middle schoolers, and recommending books that teach healthy practices for LGBT high schoolers. Holy shit. Naturally, there's a bunch of people that are upset (laughs) about it. Kids shouldn't learn about sex. Um, This mom says, it's not the birds and the bees. It's not biological anymore. It's not sex ed. It's sexuality education. Isn't that better? <clears throat> Excuse me. Sorry. Is she? Oh, wait, is she saying that's a negative thing? Hang on. Uh, yeah, she's saying this stuff I would should be taught. That's a positive. This stuff should be taught at home. Because yeah, we do such a great job of teaching kids at home. Yeah. Too often, LGBTQ students in particular don't receive information during sex ed that teaches them about healthy practices. Um. The more than seven hundred page document compiled over three years does not require schools to teach anything, but it is designed to expose teachers to a current research about health education and give guidance about how to teach it. Um, Dude, I, uh, the United States is so stupid, dude. Um, We, like, you just, there's no, like, there's very little in that it's actually required of schools to teach for uh, sex ed. It pisses me <laughs> off because I, I went to a Christian school. Yeah. And our sex ed was literally like the whole flowers thing. It's like, this is how flowers reproduce. Right. And it's what? like, I that mean, didn't it's... help me out. Like, I, I, I didn't, I don't think it really affected me going into high school, but like, that type of education is like shitty. Like, yeah, you can like, get, I didn't learn shit about it. I, you can get mad about it, like, from a political perspective, but it's really like a cultural thing. And it's just, it's stupid. There's a ton of shame around like basic biological function, and so it ends up with just kids being dropped on the street with like shit. I learned more through Jerry Springer. 
<laughs> like honestly, like I'm not the father. <laughs> no, that's Mari. And you're eight years old. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, th- there's like the idea that withholding information means that your kid, like, I don't know. I think there's just too much of a focus on like the idea of like this childhood innocence that like you want to maintain for your kids, you, you know? Yeah. Um, which means not telling them about anything that's not, you know, uh, teddy bears and flowers. Do you think it's, do you think that's what it is? I or do you think there's like an aspect I mean, it of seems like, like the it whole religious like side? Well, the, no, there is the religious side, but like the religious side just completely avoids it. Like they don't even talk about it. Like within the context of like marriage, they, they just it's very common for people who grow up in that religious sort of environment to just not get any sort of sex ed and just be expected to like figure it out once they are in the confines of a healthy God, you know, healthy sanctioned God sanctioned uh, relationship. God, um, how fucked up. Yeah. So, I feel I like know. from the religious side, it's like, if we talk about sex with kids, it means they're going to go have sex. You know, if you show kids violence, it means they're going to go be violent. Right. And it's like, that's not, that, like, that, that's not how it doesn't it make works. any sense. You would show like the kids data, math the data, all the fucking time. They don't yeah, do yeah, math. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the, the, data, the data consistently backs up that that's not the case. You know, um, I, I mean, that's just like, that's their opinion. That's what they think. No, no, I, I'm yeah. not disagreeing with you. I'm saying, yeah, it's that, that's, yeah, it's, it's not the case when you, when you take that approach. And, uh, there's, I mean, there's, there's constant, you, you, uh, a constant correlation between like areas that do abstinence based sex ed and the amount of, uh, teen pregnancies and STD, um, it's so stupid transmission. Yeah. It's crazy how a lot, I think this goes with like a lot of things that we perceive as unhealthy or like taboo in society, like drug addiction or porn addiction, or even like eating, like, like fat shaming people and whatnot. Like we don't talk about anything. Like we, no one will bring that up in the, like, Hey, you have an issue with this. Let's talk about it. Or, Hey, you know, you, you, you shoot up all the time. Let's talk about it. Let's Mm -hmm. put it in the open. Let's discuss this. Not in a negative way, but like in a in a positive, encouraging way instead. Right. You know, like let's get you help instead. Of let's like instead of hiding it and being shameful about yeah. it. You know. Yeah, yeah. And I just feel like until I don't know. I don't know when that's ever going to change. I I thought with social media, I thought that the whole stigma, like the stigma of like that the negative connotations. I thought that would like kind of shed away a lot faster, and it hasn't. You know. Yeah. I think it's gotten worse almost. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's I it's deep-seated in, like, religious culture. This, like, shame about your body and sex and... Um, How dare you get a boner? <laughs> yeah. Um, and I don't know. I mean, it might pass away with, like, the growing percentage of, you know, religious nuns that... I feel yeah. That don't identify it, but it's also I it f- it also is cultural, especially in American culture, when you look at um the viewpoints of other of other countries and the way that they see like um that they treat bodies and nudity and and uh, sexuality versus the way that Americans do, which is much more uh shameful and like not necessarily prudish, but like uh, reserved and modest, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but 
more in like a harmful way. Um, that, that it's got like a dogma to it. Yeah. That. Yeah. Exactly. So I mean, so I don't. I. I think it has roots in religious thinking, but it's also pretty ingrained in the culture. I mean, just if you look at like television in other. Um, oh yeah. In other countries in Italy, uh, in Brazil, Latin America, like. Uh, like nudity or very near nudity is 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 extremely common like family tv shows you know Um, well even like like in in brazil like with carnival and all that yeah there's no modesty modesty to any of that yeah and it's not even like like you'd go you wouldn't go to the nude beach with like your boss but at carnival it's like oh what you're you're wearing clothes like what's yeah, wrong with you yeah yeah like everyone's like half naked everyone's yeah. dancing around like you're supposed to yeah i remember going to, uh like spending the night with my cousins in italy uh and like we were eating at the dinner table and they had like a tv in the corner on <laughs> and it was like some model show or something uh and my cousins are the same age as me and their parents uh there and yeah, everybody's watching some maybe pageant or whatever, and it's like these chicks that are almost naked, like wearing thongs and stuff, and uh, like <laughs> they, like they'd come walking down the, the catwalk or whatever, and my cousins are like, "You like it? You like it? Like, it's a, <laughs> like this is this is normal." Uh, maybe I mean maybe that my family's just trash. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> it's always a possibility. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I, I maybe they can't speak for all of Italy, but it definitely. Uh, it seemed like just, and I mean, you see it everywhere, especially like, yeah, like in Latin culture. Um, they're just a lot less, uh, shameful about like sexuality in their bodies. Um, where we are very much so. We, we love violence though, on the other hand. It's, yeah, it's weird. We, yeah. We, I think, uh, one of my cultural intelligence business class, we were talking about like the difference between, um, I really don't want to say this, but it's how they put it, like a female-based or maternal-based society versus yeah. like a, 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 a whatever the paternal. hell. Paternal. Paternal. I was yeah. going to say fraternal. Either way. Yeah. Either way works. Um, Like a paternal-based society yeah. where you have a lot of these cultures that are really open about their it's, emotions. Patriarchal is actually the word. Patriarchal. There yeah. we go. And matriarchal. Yeah. Not, yeah. 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 Either way, I fuck. Fuck. I have an MBA somewhere in my closet. Yeah. Um, but no, I was talking about like the difference. Like you can tell the difference in languages. Like Italian language is really beautiful and flowy, yeah. versus German language, which is blocky. Mm. You know, German is like a very patriarchal kind of society yeah, or yeah. cultural. It has been in the past. Mm-hmm. But then, like how that translates going down to like other other aspects, not just of business and consumerism, but you know, you have. The, countries like america that are more patriarchal that really dwell on violence and mm-hmm. enforcement um like we have control versus countries like mexico mm-hmm. where they have a very flowy language they they're open about stuff they're emotional about stuff and they aren't it's more free flowing you right. know they they aren't about the the solid control it's not a police state right well, kind of debatable now but right. you, you get what i'm saying like yeah. in the past culture it's been more i don't want to say like loving but more encompassing of more ideals yeah and i don't know i don't know what like roots like what what roots those come from like what those ideals come from yeah but yeah it was just something that they that we talked about a lot in the business thing like and how like it affects different like aspects of consumerism 
in aspects of the market and how like the markets kind of just reinforce that same that same attitude consistently. Right. Yeah, yeah. So it's like I feel like we're never gonna get out of this cycle. I don't think we're ever gonna turn into more of a uh, like body positive or I don't. I sex mean, positive. I, I do thing. see a change from it's, it's. There's change, but I don't. I also see a lot of people that were more liberal or more were. Yeah. They were more open to shit. I feel like they're. As they're getting older, they're getting more to be like, yeah, you know what, I, I do kind of like what the conservative side thinks. And I would probably vote for Trump again, even though they were like hardcore liberal, like pro-Obama people. Yeah, I, I don't know. And I, I just feel like as the as our generation, like, maybe it's people more becoming like their parents. Maybe that's what it is. Um, I don't know. It's just something I've noticed the past, like, couple of years. I've noticed it a lot. And maybe it's I mean, I, so it seems like older. this. Yeah, it seems like this is the age where like people kind of settle into their beliefs. Um, yeah, and I've noticed that too. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I mean, I, I think this is the time that like your peer group is going to be. You know, your peer group is doing that, and so you do notice it. But I think as a whole, like I don't think I don't think that necessarily speaks for the whole of like the younger generations, I think as a whole, um, they are more open and inclusive and in realizing that like, uh, a heavily patriarchal society is not the most like egalitarian solution to life and, and that there's a better, more equal way of structuring society, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I think I see more of that at the same time. Like you're right. Like it is very deep seated in, American culture, but like, it's not just going to happen overnight. Like there's, it has to be baby steps. Yeah. And I think those are being made. I, I think they're being made too. Generation. I, I just feel like it takes baby steps to get to like the point of where we're away from patriarchal or the, the, the society that we've had for mm-hmm. years it takes baby steps to get away from it. But if you slip and fall, you slide back so much faster. You know, like we get, like it's so much like the, the I I don't want to say magnetic force, but it's like a magnetic force of going back to our roots. Is I so, think it appears that way. You don't think it? I feel like I it mean, is. Cause, I feel yeah, like because like stuff will happen. Like you know, the stupid laws will get passed. Um, I don't know. There's always stuff with like uh, with like abortion or um, or like sex ed stuff, or uh, you know, you, they'll see like states passing different stuff. But like that stuff doesn't. Like it feels like like a big slide back, but like that stuff doesn't change the culture, which is always kind of moving forward. At least seems to be, especially with the younger generation, seems to be moving forward. Like their mindset doesn't necessarily or isn't changed because you know one stupid political thing happens or whatever. You know, like people as a group. Yeah. Um, will I I I don't know. I feel like me. I don't know. Because you, you work in more of the tech field, so you're in, like, more... At least I feel, and you correct me if I'm wrong, like, you have kind of have more, like, advanced... You deal with more advanced people, I would say. Rather than, like, I deal with loggers all the time. Mm. You know, and, like, the whole idea of, like, logging and, like, timber and that whole industry is so... Uh, it's so ingrained in that old system, like, the old, the old system in the United States. Like, we, we were... Born off of farming, essentially, and born right. off of logging. Right. You know, physical hard labor. We're going to use the land for what it is. Right. And, like, I'm seeing more and more younger kids getting into that and doing that same idea and, like, following those same principles. Yeah. 
But maybe that's be I I work in the woods. That's what I do all day. So of course I'm going to see that. Mm. You know, whereas someone like you that you work more in tech, you're going to see the people that have more of a brain. <laughs> maybe. Well, I, <laughs> I wouldn't. Know. I don't want to insult everybody who, uh, you know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I, uh, I mean, I think that's more just like depending on the economics of this area, and like that's where the jobs are. You know. Yeah, I guess. I mean, well, yeah. I don't know. I I see those say I don't know. Yeah, I guess you're right. I just see, I, I feel like I see more and more people like, especially when like we have the Paradise Fire and all that, or like the campfire in Paradise, whatever they called it. Like there's people that are going to go do the cleanup stuff on it and they leave like, being like, you know, mostly liberal, like they have liberal ideas. They want to work and do forestry stuff yeah. like for ecology reasons. They go to these places and they get a taste of like the money. Yeah. And they come back and they're like completely like, they, oh, now they got a diesel truck because they have an extra 20 grand that they made. <laughs> and now there's there's pro Trump stickers yeah. on the back and a rebel flag in the back. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Like this kid was never like that. And now that's what he comes back and that's his identity now. Mm. But then it could be that that's what he always was. And... Now he's in an area where he's working with people that support that identity. Yeah. So now he feels open about that identity now. And maybe that maybe he's just settling into his identity, like you were saying. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I've seen at least 20 people make that massive switch. Hmm. But then maybe, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I can't really speak to your anecdote. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm, it's all good. I just, I haven't experienced the same thing. Yeah. But I, I think it could be because, you know, two different fields. Yeah. But then yeah. the thing is, the people that are doing the, that cleanup stuff, I mean, a lot of them, that's pretty much, that's probably going to be the high point of their career. Mm-hmm. Sadly. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, anyways, with that sex education thing, do yeah. you think, what do you think it's going to change? Like, what what do you think, do you think it's going to be better? Yeah. Um, it's like, demonstrably better when more and more comprehensive sex ed is available to kids in school like teen pregnancies go down people's quality of life goes up because they're not dealing with uh, unexpected um children in their life at a young age um they're able to pursue education or job opportunities or just fulfilling their um hopes and dreams in a more planned out manner. Um, and just, I mean, being able to steer the course of your life independently, you know, <laughs> is pretty huge. And not to say that kids don't allow that, but you know, that that's part of that process. Like being able to, um, choose that when you're ready. Um, and when that happens unexpectedly, that can, um, have a lot of negative un- unintended consequences um, yeah. for that person um, as well as, you know, STDs. Um, Do you think it'll like psychologically change puberty? Uh, what? Like, so growing up, especially like at the, at the Christian school I went to, yeah. like, it was like no one talked about puberty at all. Uh-huh. It was like it's like one of those things like you just don't talk about it, like right. sexual development. You don't yeah, discuss yeah. it, and even kind of going like to public school too, because like you know, some kids are still going through puberty. Well, a lot of kids are still going through puberty as freshmen. Mm. You know, like and there wasn't a lot of talk about 
puberty at that point either. Like, there were some, but not a lot. Yeah. You know, so, like, puberty was kind of like you're navigating a minefield on your own without help. And that's kind of like a big part of puberty. Like, you, yeah, you're doing this. You'll figure it out eventually. Yeah. Do you think if, like, people are being, if there's more discussion about it, do you think that's going to change? Like, like the, I mean, like, it can I don't only, even know how to describe maybe, it. Yeah, probably. But, it, like, the whole aspect of, like, learning things. Like, if you aren't given a handbook, you learn it that much better yeah. than if you're given a handbook with detailed instructions. Probably. You know? I mean, it can only make the process better, you know. Do you think so? Yeah, I mean, it's not... I think it'll get rid of a lot of, frust- like, the sexual frustrations. I think it'll get rid of. I mean, maybe that, but just like the... Just like the... Uh, just uncomfortableness of it all and the awkwardness and yeah. the, like, trying to understand yourself with no help from everybody else. Um, I mean, psychologically, that's not... But see, see I, I know, like, it doesn't seem like it'd be a positive, mm. but I think part of that is in finding your identity. Like, if you... Like, being, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. I mean, it's traumatizing for a lot of people, you it, know? It is. And it that's is. not, like, I don't think that's necessary for finding your identity. Like, you can have some help and guidance and have open discussion with um, people who are in a place to, like, give you advice, you know? Like, that's not going to, I don't know. I think it's that, like, stupid mentality of, like, uh, you know, my dad beat me. I turned out fine. You know, yeah, it's yeah. like, yeah, uh, I get that. It, like it doesn't have to be that way in order for you to like become a, I just, I really f- well-developed person, you know, I, th- I think we really have to set the support systems for that though. I feel like if people, if kids are going to be willing to be open about that shit, yeah, we need to have teachers that understand the importance of the kids being open about it yeah, and the importance sure. of supporting those kids. You yeah, know, I, I mean, like, it, 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 I, I don't know. I'm just saying it can't be worse than it is now. Yeah, well, I, like I it's agree. Pretty, I, it's I pretty just, bad, at least in my experience. And, and my, mine wasn't, I mean, it was fine with me. I mean, I'm not, like, not that it was, like, damaging, but, like, it just, there was nothing. There was no support structure whatsoever, you know? Yeah. Well, I, I don't From an either. educational perspective. And so, like, I mean, how are you going to get worse than nothing? <laughs> I mean, it could be intentionally uh, bad information. Yeah, you know? well, well, I think. <laughs> but, like. Yeah. Uh, if it's anything that's like remotely data driven, um, and people who remotely care about like the well being of the kids. Yeah. I don't know. That but makes sense. It says some of the pushback for this uh, this new California thing is that the 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 guidelines recommend some material. Including one book called "Sex: The All You Know All You Need to Know Sexuality Guide to Get Through Your Teens and Twenties," um, and includes descriptions of anal sex, bondage, and other sexual activity. Um, and of <laughs> course, like <laughs> the California Family Council President Jonathan Keller describes it as obscene, and says, "Which I'm sure that's like some focus on the family, religious. What's that? California Family Family Council? Probably. Let's find out." Uh, advancing life, family, and liberty. <laughs> they have a one-star Google review. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Look at their website. They're very upset about <laughs> why the new health framework makes so, us sick. So, did you ever... Did your parents ever look at the Focus on the Family movie reviews? Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> wait, 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 hang on, hang on, hang on. Sorry. Oh, put that on ice for a sec. Okay. Uh, 
The new health framework makes us sick. Keep up the fight to reject the health framework. Stop the sexualization. It hurts all kids. Stop sexual experimentation, exploration, and sexual pleasure lessons. Stop sexual orientation and gender gender identity indoctrination. They literally just sexual pleasure lessons. What the straight fuck up. is that? They, yeah. Stop. Uh, don't let kids explore. Don't let kids experiment. Don't let kids learn about pleasure. Like it sounds. At really least they're crazy. honest. At least they're honest. You yeah. know. It sounds really crazy when you replace sexual with something that's not doesn't have a negative connotation to it. I mean, like stop automotive pleasure lessons. Stop. Yeah. A, stop automotive automotivization. I don't know. That's I right. don't know. But like, if you replace any like sexual with anything, sorry, I know I'm talking about <laughs> like you instead of the mic. If you replace sexual with any other word, it sounds completely ridiculous. Yeah. And that's where it's like, okay, maybe we shouldn't just say. I don't fuck. I don't know. I hate how the word sex is so negative. Right. Yeah, I mean, the fact is, like, you're raising beings who will then go on to have this as a very big part of their life and like will literally need it to work correctly evolutionary to like continue the human species based on evolution that's like the whole purpose that, that's, of life. yeah that's, yeah exactly <laughs> like like which is why i feel bad about not wanting kids just pretend <laughs> pretending that this isn't a thing uh is very silly God. At the same time, I don't think it's ethical to like bring children into the world. So whatever. <laughs> but uh, no, so okay, there's a guy with a couple kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, back to so that so that was the California Family Council. So the president said, the state of California is really forcing parents to choose between what the state says is the universal right to free public education and their child's innocence. Um, which straight up, that's exactly what you know. He's just he's making the argument that children need to be coddled to protect their innocence because sexual education is very bad and it'll destroy their young pure minds and i mean but kids are having sex at what 12 13 you know like in school yeah but you shouldn't teach them about the ways 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 to do things healthy ways to make you know and it's not just about having sex it's like about like consent it's about respecting other people like um, but, but this is the crazy shit is like we give kids like toy guns when they're like five <laughs> yeah. yeah you go take a life have fun you can you play saw that, pretend with that, that picture on facebook of the guy that like shot a deer and then had his daughter like take a bite out of the like the bloody heart like oh while it was still God, warm. What the fuck? like yeah there's so much crazy shit but anyway but that that's fine we can we can take someone's life because you know that life doesn't matter but if it's a kid's life fuck I, I, fuck, I don't know. know. Ugh, it pisses me off. Yeah. I can't get my words straight. I got mouth diarrhea. It's all right. I need to see a doctor. It's all right. You don't have to apologize. It just blows my mind, like, the, the standards we have. Yeah. Anything sexual is bad. <clears throat> Anything violence, totally fine. I'm not against violence, but, like, they, I don't know. Yeah. Um... Did you? What were you saying about the? Oh, focus on the family yeah, shit. The plugged in, plugged in online, still there. What? It's plugged in online. Is, is what that it's what called? it's called? Yeah. So, uh, did your parents ever like before you went and saw a movie? Oh yeah, they, they read the <clears> reviews <throat> and like, 
oh, well, this one's PG-13. It says the F word one time in it. <laughs> you and know then, when they count? When they count all like the, they're not even swear words. They're just yeah, like a, the negative words. Like fart. Yeah. <laughs> no, like yeah. censor. F dash RT. <laughs> there are 15 usages of the word F dash RT. So I was reading, I remember reading one or listening to like on Caleb or something. And yeah. it was like, at the end of their view, it's like, so if you don't want to have to explain this to your child, you should avoid seeing this movie. And right. it's like, wait, wait a second. If you just explain it to the kid, you don't have to fucking worry about yeah, those yeah. words anymore. Yeah, yeah. Like, instead of just skipping that whole step and worrying about it all the time, explain it, teach your kid something, yeah. and teach them how to be respectful with what you just taught them, and now all of a sudden it's not a problem. Religion is so afraid Fuck, of... Fuck, it blows my mind. I don't understand what it is. Dude, I'm still bitter about it. My parents didn't let me see Shrek with like, my friends because they watched it on that fucking website. God damn it. Yeah. Uh, and What was wrong with Shrek? Like when the donkey says, uh, you might be the only guy in the whole goddamn world and like something like that. <laughs> and like You can barely hear it unless you're like looking for it. But like, of course... Plugged that online, heard it. They saw it. They yeah, probably yeah. heard it before they even said it. Yeah. Oh, he doesn't even say goddamn. He just says damn. Fuck. Yeah. I can't. I. Yeah. <laughs> How sheltered do you want your kids to be? That's yeah. kind of like. Well, so, okay. Wait, wait, no, so, uh, th- like, Christianity, like, that's the approach that they just. I don't like. I don't but understand in, in where it comes Bible, from. But it's, it's. There's a fear of talking to your kids about anything that, like, is remotely uncomfortable that like for a normal person wouldn't even be uncomfortable. Yeah. But for some, like there's this, like they make infinitely worse. Yeah. Uh, there's a shame around like, uh, <laughs> especially around like questioning the religion, but like God, stuff yeah. like sex about like, you know, tattoos, depending on which flavor of Christianity you're a part of <laughs> or pants, depending but, yeah, on yeah, about clothing about, uh, like shaving your head music. Yeah. Like, Women cutting their hair short. Yeah. Fuck. Well, I mean, yeah. Like, there's there's just a like a fear and an awkwardness around talking to your kids about like basic shit that you should be doing as a parent. You know, that you should be that you should be guiding your kids in as a parent. It almost um, seems like you have to work extra hard to do that shit too. And once you get to a certain age, you feel like you're like you're the parent that like because you're more comfortable talking like 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 guiding these conversations then you know um i don't know it's very weird that's, that's it. it just blows my mind it yeah. blows my mind that we have this whole idea of like protecting kids and shit when in the bible like how many times do they give up their daughters Oh yeah, oh, you yeah. want half my field? Take yeah, my daughter. Yeah, yeah, you can do what you want with her. Yeah, you make her a good husband. Well, that's the that's the story of Lot, right? <laughs> the like, angel the, the angel shows up at the at their door, and uh, first of all, he's like, just "Go away! Wait, you can you can have sex with my daughter. Just, yeah, just leave. <laughs> just get out of here. <laughs> uh, yeah, here's uh, a virgin. <laughs> take it. Yeah, <laughs> dude, there's so fuck? much wild shit in the Bible. But that you know that's that's good though that's okay that was ordained yeah but you teach your kid what sex is no yeah no fuck that, that pisses me off that whole <laughs> I like the like, <laughs> Solomon is like the man after God's own heart right that's, yeah that's what and he goes and has some guy and killed he has to take thousands his he has sex with thousands of women <laughs> yeah 
uh, married to hundreds of them and, and just having sex with hundreds more on the side. What a and man. That's the guy. God's like, yeah, yeah. This well, is, or is this, it this David, my boy. Is it David that has someone killed? David has someone killed so he can have sex with his wife. Yeah. God. Yeah. Welcome to the Bible. It's wild. It's crazy how that shit is still in the Bible, too. That's why I think nobody took it out. It, it goes yeah. against pretty much everything yeah. the Bible talks about. They pick about. and choose everything else, right? <laughs> but but that shit's like, still in there. Yeah, this really isn't beneficial to the cause. Like, what? what's the point of this being in here? Oh, well, whatever. Yeah. You oh. know, a man's like a master key, and girls <laughs> are like locks. Yeah. <laughs> that's why that's in there. Yeah. To reinforce that idea. Yeah. God. That's so disgusting. Could you yeah. imagine sleeping with that many women, though? Uh, I don't think I could do it. Yeah, there's no reason for that. Orgies all the time. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how the logistics of that work. Yeah, seriously. Like, what? how would the logistics work? How? Someone should do, like, a Freakonomics thing on that. What? Like, how, how many women did Solomon actually sleep with? And how... <laughs> how how often would he or yeah how often per day would he have to sleep with a woman to sleep with that many women to be fair i don't think it says he slept with them all he just said it says he had concubines so okay well so what's the point of having concubines they just, well them? i mean shit man shit yeah, i don't know no i'm just kidding i gotta yeah. adjust my butt all right it is falling asleep all right all right Okay, so we gonna talk about some local news. Maybe, maybe. Uh, that's all that then, huh? Well, well, okay. Well, wait. Let's let's do one one more question. Okay. How are you gonna teach your, or how are you gonna talk to your kids? Uh, so far we're pretty open about the fact that like they have penises. That's a good uh, start. Yeah, they get in trouble sometimes. Um. For drawing penises, like it's cool. Dicking around? No, not that. <laughs> come on, come on, that was a come good on, joke. come Stop on. Stop with the puns. Any <laughs> uh, kind of night? No. <laughs> um. Yeah, they draw penises a lot. And, like we talk about, I mean, we're like we're open about it, you know. And like, uh, one time the youngest one, he like, he like wouldn't pull his skin back when he peed. Um, and it got infected and like close shut and then just like blew up like a b- infected balloon. Uh, and so that was like a good learning experience. Like, Hey man, you gotta, you gotta like pull his skin bag and like clean it out. And, <laughs> and now he says, uh, I cleaned all the ding ding cheese out. Oh, <laughs> so, like, That's so gross. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Uh, so he's pretty open about stuff. Um, yeah. So I mean, just having that, and then like building on that, op- very open, uh, you know, channel of communication that you have. Yeah, I think it's pretty significant. There's no reason why you can't talk about you know respect of other people and, and stuff like that when it um as it as it you know as it builds on that. I feel like I could do that if I had. Boys, I think if I had girls, yeah. I'd be like up the creek. I'd be like, "What the fuck? How do you?" Maybe, but there's nothing inherently bad or like damaging about the like the whole sex talk. 
nothing about it is like what you like the just discussing the act of like penetration like that's too much like what about that is like too much for a kid to understand you know yeah like it doesn't have to be gross like you're not you're not I don't know. It's just that nothing about it is like inherently damaging. If like a, if a kid sees squirrels doing it, they're not traumatized and like going to just like fall off in harlotry, you know? Yeah, I agree. I think it's more, um, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, it just makes me nervous thinking about that shit. But that's the thing. Like, I, it's not, I mean, I think that's just like really culturally ingrained that like it doesn't, no, I, I completely yeah, yeah. there's agree. nothing about it that like makes sense that it's, but with that being said, like I haven't raised a kid at all. I haven't even put that much thought into raising kids at all. Yeah. You know? So like, of course I'm going to be nervous about that kind of thing. It's been ingrained in me for forever. Yeah. But I think when it came to it, like I, I take a very logical approach to it. Right. You know, like I wouldn't, Yeah. I mean, like, I what's try, the, at least like, I yeah. think I'm a logical guy. Like, I don't if know. if your kid grows, like, sees porn and like sees like, um, like relationships and like sex, like, um, uh, like depicted in like a in a violent manner that's like not respectful towards the their partner, um, in a way that's like not establishing consent and like, um, that's hurtful, um. Then like yeah, that's not gonna be that's not gonna be healthy. But that's exactly what's gonna happen if you don't do have these conversations yeah, yeah, yeah. first. You know, it's like yeah, that's yeah, of course, that's not good. Um, but like that's what you're allowing to happen by, you know, avoiding taking this healthy road instead. Yeah. You know, like I don't know, I just I don't see a lot. <clears throat> like that whole argument is just like the innocent. It'll take away their innocence. Like there's not no, a that, lot that, about that's it. Not, that, that's like, not that's not the. That's not really my innocence. Or not I mean that's not my that's not I don't think that's my concern. Oh, I wasn't yeah. I, I think my concern's more like I wasn't trying to argue against you, I was just more no, no, still yeah, more yeah, on the, yeah. yeah. No, and that that is a stigma. Like if you if you're a guy talking to your daughter about sex, like, oh, they're gonna become a whore. <laughs> you know, and that's a lot that's what a lot of people think. Like yeah. I, I don't know. That, yeah, it just doesn't make sense. And like especially if there's two parents like let the mom do it or you know whatever yeah. but like i mean some people aren't in that situation but still like you can i have... don't know if my girlfriend could have that conversation yeah. i don't know i don't i can't picture that happening at all but like yeah yeah i think that's i mean that's a result of having that's the result of our culture essentially too yeah weird shit i did something i've thought about a little bit like if i when i have kids how am i gonna do it but yeah. it's something that like i I try not to think about shit like that because it's like whatever happens is going to happen. Like I, I, if I'm just myself when I do it, it's going to be fine. Um, like I, I'm going to like deliberately like be myself. I'm not going to let cultural norms or anything affect it. I'm going to state it like how it needs to be stated. Like I'm not, I'm not going to worry about it, you know? Right. If that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it does. I mean, I, th- I think it's always good to like take in external information as no, well. Well, but that's part of who I am. Like, that's yeah. I would yeah, do yeah, that yeah, anyways because sure, that's who sure. I am. Right, like, that's right, what right. I mean. Like, yeah, I'm gonna do it the way I'm gonna do it, and it's probably gonna be fine. Yeah, like it's not gonna. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That, that's more of what I meant. Like that part of me is like I'm gonna branch out and see what. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not dumb. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, did we beat this horse pretty dead? For an hour, yeah, I think it's good. So, anyways, watch <laughs> out, watch out, parents. <laughs> watch They're coming out. for your kids. They're gonna teach them about 
sex and stuff. bondage and not getting herpes. Yeah, talk about like erectile dysfunction. And yeah, shit I don't too. know. I don't know. <laughs> Use it or you're gonna lose it. That's right. Uh, hairy palms and all that. God, what are crabs? Hairy palms just make it softer. Yeah. <laughs> um. Let's see. So, about local news. <laughs> Back to our regularly scheduled yeah, content yeah. here. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. At Candy Rock, some people went down there, swam across the water to the other side of the creek, hung out for a while, a couple hours, and the water rose while they were gone. They couldn't get back. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, uh, we discussed this at work a bit today. Mm-hmm. Actually, we had a nice long discussion about this. Yeah. Uh, to the point where I have extra work I need to do this coming week now because of these idiots. Yeah. Do you know how you got out or how they got out? Yeah. Yeah. They uh, sent the search and rescue team down there. Uh-huh. I think by the time the search and rescue team got there, yeah, the flows of the water were actually like subsiding. Oh, really? It's pretty much snow melt. That's what makes the water rise up. So you get down oh, there yeah, at noon. Yeah. All the water is melting off. So if, like, all the water comes flowing down by the right. time it hits that part of the river it's time for you guys to be leaving or right. time for your hikers to be leaving yeah if you wait like two more hours the water drops like drastically and it's totally fine you can almost walk across it yeah um so that's essentially what happened um yeah um so yeah at work what were you discussing yeah yeah they so we were discussing how we just need to sign it better oh, um okay. God, I feel bad for all the locals that know about Candy Rock and use it without being stupid because we're like it's going to be so, signed with so many signs now. Yeah. Um, they did the so these people they didn't get rescued. Mm-hmm. They sent the search and rescue down there, but they the three one person swam across. Yeah. And called for help. One. The other three walked <laughs> Apparently down. Apparently, there's only cell signal on the one side of the creek. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> well, there's no trail on the other side of the creek. It's like a cliff. Have you been to Candy Rock? Uh, yeah. Yeah, Candy Rock's tight. It's a cool. Right, spot. I just don't understand like what what about why he had to get across to make the phone call. Well, he probably swam across before everybody, and then they realized they couldn't follow him across. No, yeah, maybe it's probably what I'm assuming. That's true. Um, that's a long walk out of there though to go call for service. You don't get service till you're at the top of the hill. Yeah. Um. Yeah, anyways, they just walked, the other three walked further down the river and found a more suitable area to cross. Yeah. So, yeah, I feel like we're going to get a lot of calls going down there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I had a good one. Dachshund Derby? Oh, did you want to? Yeah, we can talk about that. That was cool. All right, Dachshund Derby in uh, Tuolumne, Tuolumne City. Yep, lots of wiener dogs. Wiener dogs. Yeah, that was a cool event because I think it, all the proceeds go to Friends of the Animal Community. FOAC. Yeah, I used to think it was Friends of Animal Control, but not <laughs> Friends, of, <laughs> Friends of the Animal Community. <laughs> Up until the event, that's what I thought it was. I was trying to tag them on Instagram. I was like, oh, whoops. I've been yeah. saying it all my whole life. <laughs> Um, but no, it, it was a cool event. They had a lot of, it was about as you would expect with a bunch of wiener dogs running in circles. Yeah. It was pretty cool. There was a big turnout too. Surprisingly. Really? Yeah. There was, I, there was a lot more people there than I thought were going to be there. Nice. A lot of people were there that I didn't think were going to be there too. What do you mean? Like there, a lot of high school friends and 
Yeah, just all showed up for the dog. Yeah, they showed up just to hang out, and I was like, okay. Didn't realize people were into that kind of thing, but I mean, I guess I was there, so. Yeah. It was my girlfriend that wanted to go, though, so. Yeah, it it wasn't bad, though. It was cool. It was a cool event. I think Tuolumne County needs to really embrace events like that, I think. Yeah. Um. Maybe I don't know. Like for tourism reasons, for community reasons, for I mean, why have a town if you don't have stuff like that? You know. Yeah. Like it would. Really you think that's enough to like get outsiders in, or or maybe is it just to bring the community together? Both. Yeah. I think I think bring the community together for one. Yeah. Um, shit, dude. Angel's Camp has fucking frogs jumping across the stage and people show up from miles around. Yeah. You know, like... Do they... I mean... They do, yeah, that place... Like, are the, are the younger people showing up or is it all... That seems that seems like such a boomer thing to, like, be into the frog jump. I think it's you a know? boomer thing, but I yeah. also think it's one of those things where as people our age have kids, they want to take them there to do it, too. Right. You know, just like fairs... I know you hate fairs, but yeah. <laughs> just like fairs yeah. typically are, like... Adults don't go there for fun. They go there to take their kids there. You know? Yeah. I mean, the same thing, though. That seems like such a boomer thing to, like... Yeah. Think is going to be fun for your kids. Like... Do you think your kids would have fun at a fair? Um... Uh... No. Like, nobody has fun at a fair. Really? Yeah. I think... I think... No, like, because, like, kids don't understand what's going on, except for, like, the rides. But the rides are shitty. Yeah, but the kids don't know that they're shitty. I Especially mean, they know that like the zip, they know that the zipper they know that the the zipper what makes you want to kill yourself. <laughs> well, yeah, it does right. That to every so age, then right? you end up just in like what the spinning like teacups or dinosaur, you know, or like the oh, I think carnival rides have gotten a lot shittier than they used to be. Maybe, but like, I'm just we saying we used to have like the hammerhead <clears throat> and shit like that. That was hella cool. Now they don't have that crap. I'm just saying, like, so there's like two rides that are maybe okay that they'll actually enjoy. And then there's like the gambling, the kid gambling, just like they burn, I don't even call burn. that gambling. You, it is. I'd call well, that skeezing kid. Yeah, right? sure, whatever. Uh, if you do any carny stuff, you know, you burn through fifty bucks. Yeah, I've never burned through fifty bucks, ten bucks, twenty bucks in like two shots, and nobody, and you lose. So would it be fun if it was like half the price? Would that alter your opinion on and be, what it it'd be is? funny if it wasn't so rigged for everyone to lose? Well, yeah, yeah. There's that too. Um, for a kid that like didn't ever really get to go to Great America and shit, I love carnivals. And I got to go to Great America. And I was like, oh, this is how rides are supposed to be, right? Yeah, and then that kind of changed my opinion. But up until eighth grade, and then like even after eighth grade and like on through high school, you don't go there because you want to go on rides and you want to like do the fun shit at the carnival you go there because that's where the girls are there or that's where the girls are so you go there to go flirt with girls or hang out with friends yeah or whatever it's just a it's just a terrible place to do that like nothing about it is fun it nothing, is but where, like nothing, where else no. would you do it in Tuolumne no, no, no. County they, the, the rides are not fun <laughs> wait the, wait the games are not fun why are we even talking about the fair what how because I talked about the jump the, yeah, the yeah, frog yeah. jump <laughs> my fault my bad <laughs> Anyways, if we had more weenie races in Tuolumne City, nah. I guarantee you more people would show up to them. Pause real quick. Um, yeah. If it became like an annual thing, 
kind of like the lumber jubilee how it's annual it's an <laughs> annual thing yeah and yeah the numbers kind of dwindle from year to year but people do come check it out from like i wouldn't say miles and miles yeah but when I was volunteering with it and like really looking into more of like where people, because I was probably the only one on the whole thing that was like thinking about these things. Right. Like when I was like asking people, like, oh, where'd you come from or how far did you travel? Like people were coming from like Fresno and shit to check it out. Mm. You know, and that surprised me a lot. Like Fresno up here to watch the Lumber Jubilee is kind of crazy. Right. But the tug of war is something that doesn't happen like anywhere. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And for how, God, I don't want to call it crappy. But for how crappy it is, like, that is kind of a monumental thing for Tuolumne County to have or Tuolumne City to have. <laughs> I know it sounds stupid saying it, but there's a lot of pride that goes into it. And there's a lot right, of, right. I mean. I mean, they do train and stuff. Yeah, yeah, they train. They, they There's like a huge, like, there's a lot of pride in that. And I think that's one of those old, old time, like, I don't want to say good old boy kind of thing. But, like, it's one of those things, like. That gets passed down from generation to generation. Like, yeah, your dad pulled in that tug of war and blah, blah, blah. And yeah. people like, I don't know. That That's something that I think Tuolumne really clings to. And I think that kind of thing, it draws people into it. Yeah, yeah. You know, because people living in Fresno that don't have that thing, or to say that's so big that they don't have that kind of network, per se. Yeah. They like to experience other places. Yeah, definitely. At least I do. And I, I don't know what better representation of other people than yourself? <laughs> I don't know. That's true. <laughs> I don't Everybody know. Everybody is I, as Every- they say. <laughs> I mean, yeah. This is one of those things that it sounds kind of backwards to have, but there was a lot of people there. There was, I was surprised at how many people were there. They had nine heats. Of six dogs each. So what is that? Like That's a, like 50 a bracketed four, thing. Fifty-four dogs. Oh yeah, they God. did. They, they had brackets and shit. Yeah. <laughs> so fifty-four wiener dogs ran in it. That doesn't include all the other dogs that people brought with them. Uh-huh. So I mean, there was there was a lot of shit there. I was I was really surprised. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I'm excited to go to that again. That that'll be cool. Nice. All right, you can do the next one since I'm talking about. No, that dogs. was me. I thought you were gonna do. Oh, that. was okay. Yeah. So Groveland is trying to do a man. They're they're trying to redo their recreation thing, like the whole the whole community. They're trying to enhance it okay. for recreation. Um, so it's called Grace, which is how do you say it? Groveland Communities. Wait, no, that's not it. <laughs> God, where is it? Groveland Regional Area Community Enhancement. Um. I think we talked about this a little bit last time, mm. but we're going to talk about it again really fast because yeah. I have the microphone. And, um, yeah, so they're, they're talking about kind of just enhancing the community of Groveland for recreational purposes. I think Groveland re- realized that a lot of people are passing through to get into Yosemite. Mm-hmm. And then, like, they're they're just like a pass through. Like, they're like a gateway town to get into Yosemite. Yeah, definitely. And they're trying to capitalize on the fact that people are going to be there regardless of how how important going to Yosemite is. Like, people are still going to stop in Groveland. And I think they're trying to make it to where, you know, maybe you can spend a week in Yosemite or however long. And then on your way out, you stop in Groveland and you spend a day just relaxing in Groveland after like say say you go like hike half them and shit. Yeah. 
you know, I don't know. I don't know exactly what they're capitalizing on, but they're talking about trying to get more more shit up there on that hill, mm-hmm. that poor crappy area. Mm-hmm. Um there people are advocating for new trails, bike parks, disc golf, an R V park. Bike park would be sick. What kind of bike park? Down do downhill. Yeah. So I have something to say about that. Um they want a new baseball field and new gazebos. Um yeah, so so about the the bike park thing, mm-hmm. Rush Creek Lodge or whatever it's called, yeah. they actually work with Forest Service to put a bike trail. I think there's a couple trails on it, right out, right from their building. Um, let me see if I can pull it up. Because this is something I'm going to be working on in the future. Mountain bike. Let's let's see. Yeah, so no, this is Tanaya Lodge. God damn it! It might not be released for the public yet, but I'm gonna talk about it anyways. <laughs> um, so yeah, they're they're installing. I think it was nearly 20 miles of mountain bike trail, uh-huh. stemming out of Rush Creek Lodge, and then coupling into Groveland. Okay, so. I don't know how how long it's going to take to do it. I know they were working on this project already for a while mm-hmm. on the Rush Creek Lodge side, and they were working in tandem with the with the Rush Creek Lodge and the Forest Service. They were working together to do it. Uh-huh. I believe it's on Forest Service land now. Okay, but I believe the goal is to have it connect with the community of Groveland at some point. Like it's going to be a really long green belt, essentially. Okay. Uh, kind of like Arnold has the Arnold Rim Trail that runs the whole length of the highway from like Hathaway Pines all the way up to the backside of Arnold. Uh huh. I think they're gonna try to mimic the same thing in Groveland, which is gonna be sick. Like yeah. that, that's super cool. Yeah. Um, and it opens up a lot of stuff for mountain bikers, which Groveland, well, the, the Gold Country is a really big area for mountain biking. It's like really under the radar, though. Right. It's not like Mammoth or like. Whistler and shit. It's like I mean, a lot of it's the kind of disagreement with the Forest Service, right? Where people feel like they have to do things under the radar. Um, yes and no. the The past Forest Service has been really adamant about closing trails, mm-hmm. or the past people in the Forest Service yeah, have been. Yeah. Um, I think the future people, as long as it's not motorized, they're not really giving a shit. Yeah. I do know that a lot of mountain bikers, especially. In in the Stanislaus National Forest, which is mm-hmm. our local forest, yeah. a lot of the mountain bikers used to like they'd blaze their own trails and they'd cause a lot of resource damage when they did it. Mm-hmm. And the the kickback from the Forest Service wasn't the fact that they were making trails illegally and that they were using their mountain bikes illegally. It was more the fact that they were causing a shitload of resource damage. Mm-hmm. Um. So in, in that aspect, yeah, that does kind of go against what the Forest Service wants. Right. But I think when when we start developing or when the Forest Service starts developing trails specifically for mountain bikes and gives them an area like from this line to this line, you guys can pretty much build what you want to build in here. Yeah. As long as it's built to like the Forest Service standards. Yeah. I think that's the way that the Forest Service is trying to address a lot of issues from, that is pretty from cool. now on. And they don't have to spend as much resources on actually developing and maintaining everything themselves. Exactly. Well, I mean, they they still do, but they don't have to spend the time developing it. 
you know, they let the people just develop the, mm-hmm. develop it on their own. They give like they still make sure it's to standard, but I know they were talking to BLM. It's like running an ant farm. <laughs> it is like kind of it, it is, but it's not because you get it. You get one group of volunteers that really wants to spearhead it. Yeah, and that group of volunteers, like you, just make sure that they're doing it to standard. Yeah, and they kind of police it really well. Mm-hmm. So the interface always V area behind White Pines mm-hmm. over in Arnold. That was one of those things where it was kind of. Uh, there was already set trails, but nothing was maintained and nothing was set up very well. Mm-hmm. So the Forest Service had volunteers go out there and pretty much say, hey, clear the brush of the trails that you guys want to want to do. Um, once those trails are established, though, those are going to be the legal trails and anything else like is not going to be a legal trail. Yeah, It's not going to be like an open riding area where you can just do whatever you want. But go out there and <laughs> tell us what trails you want. We aren't going to mitigate it until you tell us what's good. Right. And that's the way that the Forest Service addressed that issue. And it, I mean, there was a lot of other shit going on with that project, but the the users are extremely happy with it. And there's like 25 miles of trails out there, you know, and like 10 miles of that is single track. That's just single track for, mm-hmm. for dirt bikes, which yeah. is pretty crazy. Yeah. That's you cool. don't see that a lot on forest land. Right. If a lot of forests, especially back, e- back east and like in the Midwest and like going over to the Rockies, if it doesn't fit a full-size vehicle, they normally close it. Right. And so the Stanislaus, well, the the whole Sierra Nevada, essentially, like the California range, is, it's, it's kind of unique that we have a lot of single track out here. Yeah. Yeah, anyways, that's what's going on in Groveland. It's going to be interesting to see what happens, what they build. It'd be cool to see a new skate park up there. Yeah, it'd be sick, too. It'd be cool to see like a uh, a mountain bike course that has like chairlifts and shit. That'd be really neat too. Anything for the kids to do besides meth. Yeah, shit or graffiti at the Ward's Ferry Bridge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anything in Groveland because that place is so crappy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was all I had to say about that. Cool. All right, it's getting late. Oh, okay, it's getting late. Well, that's cool, everybody. Honestly, that was probably just as long an episode as any other. Yeah. Hour twenty. Yeah, pretty good. Not not shabby. We talked about a lot of stuff. Yeah, I guess so. We didn't. I didn't try to play devil's advocate too much. This time. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for uh, thanks for the download. Uh, thanks for listening. We will see you all soon. Soon. Have fun out there. Be safe.